0: Joe presents Liquid Football. Hello, welcome to Liquid Football on Joe. It's the show that takes you inside the dressing room and puts you in the boots of the players. Joining me this week, Steve Sedwell and Stephen Warnock. So because Stephen's here, we're going to start at Anfield, where Liverpool beat Everton by a goal to nil. But not only was it a below strength Liverpool side, he made nine changes, Jurgen Klopp and three of the players hadn't even been born the last time that Everton won at Anfield. The goal scorer, 18-year-old scouser, Curtis Jones. Listen, <laughs> you, you can do what you want. But look, first of all, from a Liverpool perspective, how much? don't, oh. don't start throwing the set around, Sorry, just because your team won. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's his wallet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, How much will, will Liverpool fans have enjoyed that? Especially given the fact that they, they will have looked at that team sheet and thought, well, do you know what? Whatever happens, happens. Nobody will have expected them to win that, will they?
1: No one at all. Uh, I think you'll always get people to say, (coughs) oh yeah, we we thought we'd give them a game and things like that. When he saw the team sheet come out, there's probably a lot of people thinking, I've spent good money on a ticket here. What am I going to see? Am I going to see the team get battered or beat heavily like they were against uh, Aston Villa in the Carabao Cup? But it was just completely the opposite. I think the fans will have got more satisfaction going watching that than actually seeing the first team win because it rubs salt in the wound a little bit more, doesn't it, for for Everton Mm. players and Everton fans. I think Everton fans, when they saw the team sheet come out, thought, here we go, finally we can get a chance to win the game and they were nowhere near it.
0: They were at the the beginning. There were some chances that maybe they they could have done better with Everton and then it could have been a very different game. But given the opposition that that they were up against, how will they be feeling?
2: They, they need to take a look at themselves, don't they? Really? Mm. I mean, we've been in situ- uh, situations like that before, where before the game the team sheets come out and everyone sort of sees like, is it the, t- the team that we've kind yeah. of been working on? It's like, no, there's a few changes. Whereas that one there, Everton would have come back in and they would have gone, wow, like this, this is our like if we. Someone would have said, oh this would be a walk in the park. Yeah. This, this this would be easy."
0: Well, they have said that. Not
2: not 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 near yeah. near enough. Like like yeah. that word for word, but they would have gone, "Well, this this should be." Clear cut for yeah. us today, but it just goes to show you can't. I rem- you can't rest on your laurels.
1: I remember years back like when I was coming through at Liverpool. I remember playing a reserve game and we played Manchester City, and I was the only non-international player in the reserve team. Oh we got beat seven-one, wow, by Manchester City's youth yeah. team. And I remember like sat there in the changing room. I was looking around thinking. How many internationals are sat in this changing room mm. and they've just been battered? And I think it's that mentality of basically going you're into saying the game. it wasn't
0: my fault. The rest of them were all yeah, internationals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can get away with that
1: one. Um, but no, you look around and you think, like, what was their mentality in the game? Like, mm. I can't be bothered playing here. I can't like going to beat these kids. It's going to be easy. I think it's a little bit different when you go into Anfield and you're playing in front of 55,000 fans and it's a derby and things like that. But even the senior players within the Everton team, well, all the team. They must have been looking at it thinking, like Sidney says, this will be easy. But then on the flip side of it, what if we get beat? Mm. And that's a mental, That's one of the things that you have to take into consideration. They'll be sat there thinking, if we get beat today, this isn't going to look good yeah. at all. Yeah. Especially with
0: t- the transfer window coming up as well.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, that's it. they could all be looking over their shoulder now. Um, you know, Ancelotti, the pedigree that he's got as a manager, You know, he could be bringing in superstars, couldn't he, that would want to come and join him. Um, it, it could be a blessing disguise, this. For Everton, come into the season, depending on where they are and, and what happens, they might look back on this. This could be a little, all kick up the back. You know, it could <laughs> be, it could problem, be a, kick it? Up, a kick up the side that some of them yeah. obviously need. Yeah.
0: There was a lot of um, frustration from from Everton fans in, in the aftermath of, of that defeat because they'll be looking at the players and they, the, the very least we want from you in a derby is is to show up. And for, you know, for, at the beginning of the game, that, that's certainly what they did. But it, it seemed to just kind of go away from them the longer it went on
1: I think that's probably what the most disappointing thing is, you can accept the misses, Richarlison missing mm-hmm. and then obviously Calvert, um, Holgate missing his opportunity as well and you think that happens in a game but when you're playing against kids and let's not get away from the fact that they are young, yeah. inexperienced players you should be able to outbattle them they didn't, they got beaten up in midfield, I thought Cirovela dominated Sigurdsson all game. You're thinking, that's an Icelandic international player, bags of experience, £50 million pound player, and you've got a lad who's coming through the youth team who's 22 years old, bullying him. Mm. And he's, that shouldn't happen in a derby. Especially when you go... One of the things you've got to do when you go to an away ground and you're playing in a derby is you have to physically outrun the team and outbattle them. And when Everton didn't do that against a young team who... Aren't physically as strong. I think you'd be disappointed. That's one of the things that'd really annoy me if I was a fan.
0: One of the the other things that was noticeable from a, from a Liverpool point of view was that the the young players who came in, sort of, um, they slotted in very neatly into that that Liverpool style of play, mm. and that's something mm. obviously that is being put in place all the way through from like the youth systems right up in, and into the, the first team. But in terms of the the personalities of those those kids who are who are coming through. It's interesting to see how they react because Curtis Jones, after he scored the winner, he came out and everybody's trying to get him to say, "I'm, I'm really excited I've scored." And, and you got a little bit of that, but mostly he just kept saying, "I'm so frustrated. I want to be playing more. This is what I do." It was, it wasn't, it wasn't the big kind of. You it was know, a little bit subdued. It wasn't the big long staff yeah. moment, for example, for, for Newcastle.
2: Yeah, and whether whether he's been told to be like that or whether he's just got an old head on young shoulders, um, which it probably is the case from what you're hearing behind the scenes. But testament to him, you know, he's obviously not getting above his station, he's just scored an absolute wealthy of a goal and what a guy it was mm. to win the game. And he's coming afterwards and he's 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 acknowledged it, but he said, I want more. You know, I'm disappointed when I'm not when I'm not playing, considering the squad that uh, that's above him and, and who's in his position and when he's not on the bench, you know, and when he's on the bench, he wants to get minutes and then he's left out the week after. I mean, it's a brilliant characteristic I think, from me. I think
1: sense. sometimes as well, it's like you look at the mentality and how it's switched, uh, switched around Liverpool now. So, like, when Liverpool won the Super Cup, then he won the World Club Cup or Club World Cup, Jordan Henderson straight away was like, right, that's done, next one. Mm. That's done, next one. And it's almost like he's took that as well, gone... OK, I've scored a good goal, but now I want to play. I want to play more regular. I think there's another side where you go, you're 18 years old and you're world champions, yeah. you're going for the Premier League title, you're playing in one of the best, well, what we're talking about as being one of the best teams that have ever played in the Premier League. But ambition, isn't it? Brilliant. Um, Considering
2: that that team and that squad can dominate.
1: What would you do we're if you come in the changing room after that, yeah. though? And you were like... Whose place he's taken.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, be, there, there must have been a bit of banner flying around yeah, after yeah,
2: yeah. Lana and a few of them lads in there. Yeah. I don't know about Millie. Millie would have been a little bit a bit dry on the. Air. <laughs> <laughs> in Hammer. Yeah. He, he, he would have come in now and there would have been, there would have been a few shouts in there uh, at him. But, you know, they, they just seem like they're just taking their stride, don't they, Liverpool? As a club. The senior players, the youngsters that are coming in, it, as you said, they, it just seamlessly all just, just fits in with one another at the moment.
0: I like that, though, because you know the characters in the in the dressing room. You've got a young 18-year-old coming in and saying, I want to be starting more regularly. Oh, yeah. But well, who whose
1: place is he taking, then? It's a the big question, isn't it? And that's the pressure he's put on himself now mm. as well. It's all right saying it. Now you've got to back it up week in, week out. If you get that opportunity to play and you don't have a good game, the manager will always go back to that interview and say, well, hang about. You said you should be playing, so now go and back it up. So he's put a little bit of pressure on himself,
0: but I think he likes that. Mm. I think he likes that challenge. How do senior players in general sort of treat the younger players who are coming through? Because we were sort of past the era of the school of hard knocks now, aren't we? It <coughs> those, those young players who are coming in who are part of training, you've both done it. Yeah. You've both been there and, and been through that, that position.
2: Yeah, I mean, School of Hard Knocks. We've had that, haven't we? We've you got know, HR now. On, yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally on the on the on the on away bus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, back in the day, on the away bus, making teas, coffees. I mean, them, them days are literally long gone. Yeah, your youngsters haven't really got to earn their stripes. That just uh, that are thrown in, in the mix. But it, it's it's kind of the same. It it, it, it comes down to personalities, doesn't it? You have got some senior pros or older pros that just want to play and. You know They just care about themselves and fixate on, on the individual. Whereas other other personalities will be more open um, to people, even if it is there in their own position. Uh, I remember coming through Arsenal and the first time I actually trained with the first team, there, was, there must have been an injury. And then Pat Rice ran over or hobbled over <laughs> and then come and got me from the reserve team pitching. And as I was running over, he said, we're going to be training with the first team, come on, we're warmed up. So as I got over there... Got what different. was
0: that like, though,
2: being told well, that? Well, that, that run from that pitch to two pitches along, but there was a big mound in between, so you couldn't see. It it obviously only lasted like a minute. It felt like it lasted like an hour, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> and you're just thinking straight away. There's so many thoughts going through your head. And this is obviously when they was in their heyday as well. And uh, I ran over and uh, and Ricey give me a bib and looked up and obviously you had like Vieira, Henri, Perez and Tony Adams on my team. So... Big Tone went. I've heard a lot about you, kid. He said, "Don't fuck it up." <laughs> <laughs> the first thing he says, I was like, "Like shit, what am I doing?" Um, but like <laughs> they, they was brilliant. Like then, like they was really good. Like all the lads there, at Arsenal was, was was superb. And then once you get into it, they kind of know your personality. Uh, and then a, a few weeks after that, I was I was kind of training with them then. And there was a game, and it was a, I think it was a build-up to Man United, which obviously back then was was huge. And it was lashing down with rain, done a bit of a 11 v 11. And I've, I've put a tackle on, I've slid in and caught Vieira. Not caught him, I've just I've, I've got the ball when he's kind of over me and all the lads have gone, oi, 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 o, 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 o. <laughs> and I just remember him getting up and literally getting me by the back scuff of my neck and just picking me up, giving me a pat and then just give me a wink as well to say, <laughs> I like that. That's good, um, yeah. But yeah, if you've, got, if you've got senior pros that you look up to and you've watched as a youth team player that take you in their open arms as well, it makes mm. you feel... Straight straight away, part of the first team, it sort of eases the pathway as such. You you might have had the same thing when you were coming through at Liverpool.
1: Mine was different though, because our academy was separate. So it was completely different. So you couldn't have that ability to go, right, we've got an injured player, drag someone up. We were. What, different sites? Completely (laughs) different sites. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So that was one of the big issues we had, was trying to impress the first team. So when you went up to the first team, no one knew you. No one yeah. had a clue what you they might have known your name, and they'd heard that someone's doing well in the academy, but then to actually come up and they have gone don't know your strengths, don't know where you play, don't know what your your weaknesses are don't know your personality and that was one of the big problems we had at Liverpool at the time, and now there's sort of a i't say it's a structure in place, but a lot of the young young lads who played last mm-hmm. night in the in the Everton game they're up there full time now. And it's sort of, they train, or we used to anyway, used to train away from the first team. It probably took about three years to get to that point of being in and around it. And then you might get called across if you were lucky. But now that Liverpool had changed the the training ground, they're moving to the academy site and everyone's on site. I think you will notice a difference because the first team players have to know the young lads. The only reason I knew a lot of the first team players was because I did my work experience at Liverpool. So when I was in school... I went yeah, and did my work experience there. Um, so I was cleaning boots and things like that, and that was when I got you, to know were them. Were you,
0: you in the academy then? No, I was in school. You were just in, just in school? Yeah, you weren't yeah. training with them at all? No, just... and
1: then I went off and trained with the first team we're two weeks off, and it was the best thing ever. I was thinking, how good's this? I'm cleaning boots, and I'd play every now and again in a little five-a-side, because uh, Roy Evans was manager then. So every Friday it used to be they'd bring up the academy or they used to it was a little bit different the academy wasn't built then so they had A and B team and they trained separately first team would train every Friday It'd be young v old mix it all up as well and have a five of sides so I used to play in the five of sides so it was great So
0: you never really got yeah. an official call up to come and train to come and train with the first team then No not you, really you, you were just sort of
1: No so when, when the other thing I did as well I was unfortunate in that I broke my leg a few times when I was younger so from the age of 15 to 19 my I was in the academy, but then when I broke my leg the second time, they said, right, we need a change of sort of environment for you, so you're going to do a week on and a week off at, at the first team and at the academy. So I'd go up with the first team and I'd train with, like, Jamie Redknapp, who was injured at the time, Stevie G was injured. So I'd train with the physios there and I'd train with them too, and do my rehab with them too, just for a change of scenery. So that's how I got to know... Jamie and uh, I knew Stevie anyway, but that's how I got to know Jamie quite well it was because I was training with him, trying to get back fit.
0: That's interesting. And so yeah. then you go in and it's a completely different situation. There yeah. isn't that, that sort of, right, Or there's a new kid in town now. Yeah. We're going to have to either not teach him a lesson, but kind yeah. of just let him know... The lay of the land and, and sort it's, it's
2: always over a, a, a gradual period, isn't it? Yeah. It's, nev- it's never sort of right. You're out at that dressing room. You're in this one now. You sort of you go up, you train, you come back. You might go up, train a couple of times, be involved with uh, in and around a game, mm. go back. Be, like it, it sort of keeps you grounded, and then yeah. you will sort of eventually when you are training, there, that's when you earn your stripes. And then it's right, right. You've got a locker now in the, oh, in the first the room, bit, it? When that happens, oh. then you feel. What at happens home.
0: when you get a locker?
1: You're scared. You're still scared.
0: So they, but how do they how do you find out? Is it that pre season or what happened? Mum was
1: pre season. Yeah. I yeah. remember walking in and he said, Right, there's your squad number and I was sat next to uh like one of my favourite players ever, Yari litmanen Wow. And I just remember thinking, This is all right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I remember like sat there and ringing my mates when I got home, Locking next to Yari litmanen haven't <laughs> I? <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um but that's what what it's all about I mean if you don't get them butterflies when you're coming through you've got a problem I think if you're arrogant yeah. about and think yeah I belong here there's got to be a, an element of that yeah. but the first team will sense that straight away yeah. and think but I think nah. that's where it's
2: flipped nowadays isn't it it's yeah. more that they've got that arrogance which is brilliant and you need that now especially in this modern day game but you still as you said they've hit the nail and you that that nerves and that little bit of anxiety anxiousness you know it's, it's brilliant to have that because that for me makes you perform as well yeah even more so than talent.
0: Who was your locker next to, your first one? Do you
2: know what? I actually didn't really get a confirmed locker at Arsenal. You had a no. floating locker? Yeah, Hot no, locker. no, no, no. I, I, was, I, <laughs> I was in and out. I was, uh, I was floating and then... Um, you were in the probably, cleaning cupboard, weren't you? <laughs> the, the season that I would have got a locker, I went on loan. They pushed me on loan. Because I'd, I'd done two loan spells. I'd done a loan spell at Brentford and then come back and then this, that's when I thought I was going to go in and then I went to Beveren, which was their feeder club out in Belgium. And four of us went out, and Yaya Torre was actually in, uh, in in Beveren then playing because uh, they obviously thought they was going to acquire his services. So, uh, and then from then on, I didn't go back to Arsenal. From there, I went to Brighton on loan, and then eventually signed for Reading. So, yeah, it was. Um, I remember as a youngster popping you like the worst thing was popping your head into that first team dressing room, yeah, to get the dirty kit or. Is it like something like going
0: into the staff room at school?
2: exactly on yeah. like that yeah. it is yeah because you know you shouldn't be in there yeah. <laughs>
1: it's one of them as well when you walk in when you like get up in the morning you're thinking what am I gonna wear What I've got to wear something good here. walk yeah. in if you wear the wrong thing straight away hang gets hanged up yeah uh, you're just thinking yeah, the what done your here. Ceiling, yeah. uh,
0: not nice so you're trying to fit in and stand out at the same time mm. yeah yeah you're trying to make an impression when you when you look at some of the young players coming through it's there's there's a real difference. I mean, Jurgen Klopp said about Curtis Jones, he will unless something bizarre happens, he mm. will one hundred percent become a Liverpool first team player and a, and a regular. You've got players like him, you've got Ryan Brewster a lot said about him, Harvey Elliott, who's only sixteen, but a lot of chat about him, quieter game in in the in the derby than we've maybe seen from him. But for those players, is it is it worth staying to learn from the senior pros around you and to be part of the setup, or do you take that risk and, and go out on loan? As, you know, it, it's rumoured that Ryan Brewster's meant to be going mm. off to, to Swansea, for example. What's, well? How do, you, how do you even come to making that decision?
2: Well, I'm a massive believer of the loan system. It wonders for me. It, it brings you on as a person, um, as a player, uh, looking after yourself, being in the, in the big world. And the earlier that you can be exposed to that, the better. I mean, i done it when I was 18. And you've got players now that are probably, what, 21, 22, Mm. 23 that are still playing these under-23s or Premier League 2 league and not competitive enough. And they're missing out on four or five years where they could literally have got over 100 league games under their belt. But when you do go on loan, it has to be to the right club. And I think when you say they're players that they sort of earmark that could be ones for the future it's sort of their loan spell is kind of manufactured to a club that would kind of play similar to Liverpool or a position that's really suited to that player. Whereas other ones that they could probably think, right, well, we'll just get him out, get a bit of exposure that could be a bit of income for the club. They're the ones that just could go anywhere.
0: Mm.
1: What do you think? I just think it depends on the personality of the player. It's like me and Steve. If we were to go into a club now and they, they looked at us from a a physical point of view, and he said, right, you need to strengthen certain parts of your body, but you need to do something else. So you get given an individual programme. I think every player is an individual as well, and you've got to treat them differently. Some will need that going out on loan. I needed to go out on loan because I've missed three, four years of football, and I was never going to get that back playing reserve team football. It wasn't good enough. It wasn't competitive enough. It wasn't a challenge. I also needed to move away from being in Liverpool and that challenge of living away and growing up quicker. And I remember going into Bradford and they'd just come out of a uh, administration and I'm walking into the change room and there's like lads who've not been paid. There's lads fighting to stay within the championship. And just come the first down loan yeah, yeah. spill well. Wow. And you're thinking, I'm not used to this. This is completely yeah. different was going down to a training pitch, there was dogs walking across the pitch. She's like killed. <laughs> <laughs> <What? clears throat>
0: Sheffield United chose to do that yeah. at Stanley
1: Park, but didn't You are walking onto a onto a training pitch and you think, like, this is terrible. The conditions were poor. But then at the end of the day you still go to a Saturday and you've got to run out on that pitch mm. and perform and if you don't, there was lads at each other up against the wall. I wasn't used to that used to that in the under-23s or the reserve team football but I you that players game, it didn't need mean
0: their, anything. their bonuses to pay their mortgages and that was something to me licenses. where I was
1: thinking I, don't, I didn't realise how lucky I was being at Liverpool and then I had that spell and I got injured on that spell and then I went to Coventry for a year and again it's where you pick the club so Gary McAllister was manager knew him from Liverpool, suited me he knew me, he knew what type of player I was went there, had a good year And my confidence just went sky high, got fit, met the right fitness trainer at at Coventry who got me in the best shape I've been in. And suddenly I came back and everyone was like, God, you've changed. Physique had changed everything, mentality, going in there and then go on pre-season tour and then you're playing in the first team. Mm. That suited my personality. It suited me. But there was other players who could have just gone straight into the first team like Stevie G. He was destined not to go on loan. It was, no, he's good enough to put in now. Mm. Some people need that little bit more development and toughening up as well.
0: Yeah, it's interesting how you do, you have to pick the right path for people and try. you're just trying to predict their, yeah, yeah. their future yeah. all the time and make sure that they're, they're doing the right thing. Yep. Um, Carlo Ancelotti's as we were talking about earlier, might be looking at freshening up his squad in, in January. There be, could be a few players that he'll have learned about from, from that defeat that might be on their way out. There. Mm. But certainly, if not in, in January, then then in the summer. Potentially, could be players coming into Everton in, in January or, or in the summer. But it's, it's not just about Carlo Ancelotti and this group of players. That run of Everton's at Anfield is just mm. ridiculous. Because at times during that, that Everton have had... Better, better teams than Liverpool within the yeah. the last twenty yeah. years. That you know, it's a derby and the whole sort of form goes out the window, cliche. But they, you know, maybe had more battling performances, and they still haven't managed to to get that win. And it starts to become something maybe that's that's in the players' heads as much as anything. Even though that's it's covering from one end to the other, probably two generations now, yeah. if not more.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're no more about it being up there, a local lad than me, but. <laughs> I mean, you're right, it, it becomes like a hoodoo, doesn't it? You know, before you've even had the build-up for the week, people are talking about it the week before, oh, we've got Liverpool coming up next week, oh my God, are we is this going to be the one, is this going to be, what's our team going to be, are we going to be able to get through this, blah, 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 but phew, the quicker it gets squashed... Even like me say,
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. Yeah. I Kevin, Kevin Campbell yeah. will be furious with you. Gets, he gets a gig. Well, Kev, Kev does well anyway, but you get, every derby he's coming out, the last player to score the winning goal for Everton at Anfield, Kev will be just thinking, yes. don't win again, yeah. I'm in. So, no, it's one of them where you look at it and you just go, the fans are negative going into the game because they feel it as well. They're thinking... But there's no, I say there's no atmosphere from them, but there's a negativity leading up to the game and the the players are reading even it constantly in the press. No, it's at Anfield. No, but I'm just saying, no,
2: even
0: oh, no, well, the records, yeah, yeah. the records
1: only at Anfield. Yeah, but you, right. you look at that and you think, I mean, I don't know, it's just, there's got to be something that the players are reading into. I'd never read into that because I just think, well, that's in the past. Yeah. We'll change well, that. It's going to be broken, isn't were it? You, you part of the team we, when we went to United with Aston Billow, were not yeah. we? We hadn't won there for 26 Mm. years. I didn't think of that before I played the game. I was thinking, we'll win this game because we had a good team. And we went there and won. And it wasn't like... I remember coming off the pitch and I hadn't read anything about it before. It was more after, and I was thinking it wouldn't have mattered in my head anyway. Mm. I don't. I don't get why players buy into it as much. It might. It but might well be the missed chances derby. in
0: the in. Well, one, it's a derby. Two, the missed chances in the in the first half in particular, mm. and then Liverpool scoring the way that they did with a brilliant goal from from Curtis Jones on 70 yeah. minutes. You at that stage, that might be when it starts to to get into the Everton players' heads where they go, really, really, we're up mm. against like a. Well maybe not? Maybe not second string. Maybe not third string. Maybe somewhere in, be- in between for. No, for you Liverpool. were right. And they've kind of, yeah. gone third yeah. or fourth.
2: It could listen that 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 statement could have been brought up before the game as well. Yeah. Oh. In the dressing room, look, boys, we've got a great chance. Obviously, put this to bed. Um, whether that's played a part or not, but. Nine times out of ten, players they just focus on the game. It's all—all it, all that is all for the fans. Mm. But a, a player, that very rarely, is a player do I know that goes to a stand thinking, oh, "I've not scored here or oh, I've not won here." That's just—it's all in the past, and you're, you're just looking to put things right and just mm. play well on the game. And then, even—even even when you break a record, you never talk about it after. Like no. the Villa one, for instance, we never spoke about it no. when we beat United or the week after or a day after. It was just forgotten
0: about. Yeah. So, and. Obviously, no issue with with atmosphere at a derby game. If Liverpool and Everton draw each other in in an FA Cup third round tie, that's not going to be be an issue. But every time the FA Cup comes around and every time we ask, has it lost its spark or are players still bothered about it? Lots of weakened teams or lots of much changed teams. 132 team changes made by the 19 Premier League sides. Some of the grounds had had lots of, of empty seats for this one. The Premier League and Championship sides saw a combined drop of more than 150,000 compared to their previous home games. Do players care about the FA Cup?
2: Did you? I did. I did. I know. Steve did as well. I think it just. I, I think we're we're a bit more of an older generation, aren't we? Like an older school. Only kind just, of. Them. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, just. Yeah, but I think it's only just. But I think that's all it takes. Only just. Yeah. I think the ones that are coming through now. I mean, even the youngsters that are coming through now, they're probably dads, if they've got, obviously, family. They'll, they'll say, oh, this is brilliant. But they won't really grasp it. I remember FA Cup day, FA Cup final day, started at t- like 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, they used to travel it. in on the buses. The, the, with the wasn't pants, it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it was... It was like the, the prestige in that is still there for me. It is. They just need... I don't know how, but they just need to get this little bit of magic back there because there are games but that just do show that, it.
0: But I think some of the games... Were brilliant, yeah, and some of the games did have that sparkle. Maybe we remember it differently because mm. if you if you draw somebody's maybe not doing very well in the division below you, it's not a it's not a glamour tie, and, it, and it, neither is it a glamour tie or a, a real giant killing thing. It's just two slightly mismatched teams, yeah. it? and so maybe maybe we only remember. The huge occasions. Maybe only remember like the Wrexham win yeah. against Arsenal. Yeah.
1: Or I mean, the big thing for me growing up, my first memory of football in general was the, the 89 Cup final between Liverpool and Everton. And that was my first thing. So I always wanted to win the FA Cup. Always wanted to play in it. That was a big thing for me growing up. I think one of the, the issues now is from a fan's point of view, it's straight after Christmas. You've had Boxing Day so the 28th. Day. Then New yeah, Year's It's Day. always been after Christmas. No, I know, but it's, it's getting more expensive, football, yeah, to yep. watch it. So to take a family or to go and take your son or daughter to the game, it's an expensive occasion. Yeah. Then they want to go in the club shop, they want to spend a lot of money, even though it's just being Christmas. Mm-hmm. But with the fixture congestion in and around Christmas and New Year, the FA Cup needs shifting back whether it goes into February and we condense it in a, in a way of doing that. and then But then you're taken away from replays and you, you're stopping the, the lesser clubs getting yeah. money, aren't you? But everyone gets around this time and goes, well, we just played three games in a week mm. or nine days. We can't afford to, to play our players because they're going to get injured. Yep. And You only have to look at the injury record from this weekend to see it and go, players aren't going to get risked. Mm. There's no chance.
0: What we need are real entertaining characters around the FA Cup. And we need Jose Mourinho (laughs) to come out and say things like, (laughs) we couldn't really play with that because the the ball was like a beach ball out Mm. there. Now, everybody, right, one, it's a distraction technique, clearly, because that's what what Jose Mourinho does. So we don't talk about his his team's performance. Two, it's what Jose does anyway. But what I didn't realise was it's also a genuine concern. Yeah. It makes a, a difference.
2: There is an element of truth, isn't there? We yeah, were speaking yeah. earlier. You know, if there is literally one ball for the championship, which is completely different to the Premier League. It's completely different to the Champions League. So the ball that is used in the FA Cup, which is near enough a championship kind of ball, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A yeah, mitre ball, it, that, When you catch that, it is completely different to a, uh, the Premier League ball. But when you do catch it, it just goes. But It's quite light. It's quite airy. Mm. So, But the the, the the thing to that is... Every team does use a, a, a batch of them balls for training with a build-up to that game. So whether they've got two days to prepare or a week to prepare, they will be using that set of FA Cup balls for that game. So they will be used to it,
1: but there is an element of that.
0: Mm. But Do you have a preference then?
1: Yeah, like I prefer the Premier League ball, the Nike ball. Mm. I think you get a better feel for it. It's more of a leather ball, whereas the mitre one's got like a... It's almost like a rubber feel to it. It's quite soft on the outside, so you don't really get a... a it's not as true a strike off the ball and then the the champions league one the, the adidas one is is very very light and you think of like free kicks and long-range shots that they're having with that the ball moves and you, you think back to the world cup in south africa um the jabalani mm, yeah that's the first that ball- <laughs> time that the
0: ball became a star like, yeah. <laughs> but it, it
1: does it sort of it shifts through the air and it's a nightmare for goalkeepers and I think that like, you you do notice it when you play with it on a on a consistent basis, yeah. and as a player as well, it does it does play with tricks with your mind
2: because you are using a different kind of weighted ball, or whether mm. it's the same weight, but it is different. But you're thinking, right? I need to kick this one harder, or, or take a little bit off, or you know, there's a bit more spin on this one. It, it, they are different.
0: How big a di- how big a difference is it? I mean, I, I don't play, so what, so what? Like, would I notice the difference? Uh, is it a re- is I it think you over time?
2: time. Yeah, I think you'd notice yeah. over time the yeah. difference. Well, you can imagine it. if you're playing for a Premier League ball, week in, week out, season in, season out, and you're a season pro in the Premier yeah. League, and then all of a sudden you're using an FA Cup ball every now and again, you will notice a difference. Yeah.
1: It's like using a different tennis ball, isn't it? If yeah. you're playing tennis and you, you get a different pressure within the tennis ball, why do they get rid of that ball? It's not right. They don't get the same feel for it. You see, tennis players moan about it, don't mm. you? Golf balls use different type of golf balls for different spin, different speeds on the on the tra- on trajectory and things like that. Nice. So there's a reason people prefer a certain type of ball and yeah. I think the footballs the same.
0: Oh, see, I didn't See, I, I didn't think know as that. well,
1: stay on the balls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> I think a different. Oh, there's there's a
2: difference in the uh wind the yellow ball and the white ball for me. Different color, mate. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know that. did you did you not find that a little bit yeah, so I found that they're yeah, different I as well. Yeah, and,
0: Even, and it's just the colour that's... Is this this thing about white boots making you run faster? No, that's definitely true. When you get to 30 and above, get
1: yeah. the white boots on. Yeah. You no. Get an extra I, yard. I, I,
2: <laughs> we need to look into this. Rocky, you need to do some homework on this. I think the yellow ball is different to <laughs> the... I think
1: it's a different weight. Yeah, yeah. I think it
2: is. Yeah, is. I'm putting my nick on the line. I kicked it for so long, shouldn't I should <laughs> <laughs> know.
0: Right, it is time for the Liquid Football Challenge. This week... We're sending the guys out to learn to cut hair. Take it away, Jimmy. Thanks, Kelly. Gents, welcome to Cops, Barbers and Farringdon. Have you cut anyone's hair before? No. 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 Right. (laughs) Well, good luck. It's time to meet our brave models. Hey, I'm JP. I'm a West Ham fan and I don't know what I've let myself in for.
1: Hi, I'm Ruben. I'm a Crystal Palace fan. I don't know why I volunteered to let them cut my hair, but hopefully they don't mess it up too badly.
2: Okay, Rubes, thanks for being my model. You ready for this? Uh, yeah. If you're ready, I am. Yeah, well, I'm ready, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm go. confident. JP,
1: how are you, pal? You okay? Yeah, good. thank you. Yep, yeah, very well. Don't be nervous, pal. I'll take you from looking from a three to a seven. No time. You ready to go? Fully. Are you getting on there, Eddie? Oh, I'm flying. Flying like a bird with no wings. <laughs> Are you getting any tips or blending it in a little bit more? Yeah, uh,
0: it's looking
1: good, it's looking OK. Shitty, what are you doing? <laughs> i <I'm> finished.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i tell you what. I think you might need to slow down a little, down little
0: bit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're just doing the same thing now. i well, cutting
2: hair. No, well, you look well, mate. Do we me just start round the back first?
1: Up to there. you, mate. Well,
2: I'm going down like that, aren't yeah. That is the straightest line
1: I've ever seen. How would you like your neck? Not cut. Yeah, I'm less nervous than I was. I think he's got the hang of it pretty quickly.
2: But um,
0: like, do, I've brought
2: a hat to work, but hopefully I don't need oh. it.
0: I mean, yeah,
2: same up. That is, that there, mate, honestly, that is unbelievable. Right, here we go. Trim's actually going not the worst at the moment. I've had worse trims, but still. It's, uh...
0: Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh, that's definitely not a streak. <laughs> you
1: got up yeah. It is. Come
2: on! <laughs> right, gents. Time's up. Final outcome, UK. Nervous?
1: A little bit. Yeah. Not as bad as I was fearing, but it's not great. Okay. Want to see the end results?
0: Let's go, baby. Fucking hell! What do you
1: mean? I know, that's quality. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. No, yeah. I yeah. said I'd take you from a 4 to a 7, I think I've took you from a 4 to a 3. Happy? Mate,
2: overjoyed.
1: Yeah. yeah. Overjoyed? <laughs> <laughs> I can't ask for much more, City. Right, gents. Congratulations. That was the end of the challenge. I must say, both did well. But obviously there's only one winner. I must say that, um, City, yours mate, not a lot of hair came off. I Correct. think. You- <laughs> I think you literally probably just went around a few
0: times, but I still like the undercut. That's I what the customer say. wanted. Stephen, with yours, I mean, I must say, it's out of balance, but I like the way you use a detailer. Um, you left a bit of hair on there on the sides and the patches there.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I did like all your, your technique. I did like your customer service and all of that. And I must say, Stephen, you're the winner.
2: Congratulations, <laughs> yes. well, yeah, well, so, yeah. well done. to We give it a go, mate. Well done. Right decision. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: This is Liquid Football on Joe. I'm Kelly Cates alongside Steve Sidwell and Stephen Warnock. If you like what you see and hear, then please leave a nice review on iTunes or YouTube. Make sure you check out Joe's other shows as well, including TKO with Carl Frampton and House of Rugby with James Haskell, which returns tomorrow because neither of them were working over Christmas, but we were. (laughs) <laughs> it's probably why we will come in <laughs> cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dominic Solanke scored the final goal in Bournemouth's 4-0 win over Luton. But the significance of it is that it's his first goal for the club since he joined exactly a year ago. Mm. It's taken a long time for him to settle. And he, and he wasn't at the peak of his form before the move either. And the players look genuinely thrilled for him. They look genuinely happy to, to see him get over that. How important are are your teammates in a situation like that? Whether, which, you know if you've, if you've ever been on either side of it. Yeah.
2: Well, the, first of all, it goes to show that you must be a popular figure amongst obviously his peers. Because also they, that
0: they're aware of it. I course they are. mean, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if it had been maybe like a couple of months, yeah. they might not be. But yeah. a year, yeah. you, you have to know. And there's
2: probably chances more so for strikers as well when they're through on goal. I mean, I've done it before when someone's going, "You go, please score, just just <laughs> yeah. get this one in, please," and it doesn't you go. Oh yeah, I, mean, I think your bash as well had one for yep. Brighton, didn't he? He had a, a time, and then he's obviously then got two, in, yeah, yes. two in two uh, in two games. So, but yeah, for strikers, more so, you're just thinking, please get it over the line, and that that it just goes. The longer it goes on, the worse it gets yeah. for everyone as well. But when that duck, the the duck is broken, and everyone celebrates, it's like a huge weight off everyone's shoulders. It's different because you're all carrying it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's been waiting so long for that. Peter Crouch had that that run when he first joined joined Liverpool, but yeah. it didn't feel like there Was quite so much pressure on him. No, I, I think
1: oh, Crouchy wasn't sort of a 30 man a season goal scorer, but he was sort of he, he, gets to, well, he got away with it because of his link up play and how good he was in and around the box, plus his personality. Mm. You've got a personality like that, he would have been hurting on the inside, but wouldn't have shown it. But I played in the game against Wigan when he scored the two goals, and you can see from the celebrations what it meant to the lads because. Again, popular figure within the changing room. I think Solanke, he, he obviously looks the same as well. But you feel for the lads when they like that. I think the difference now as well with social media, with the media, the way it's so much stronger than it was a few years ago. You think of Almiron when he was at Newcastle, yeah. like the pressure that was put on him because of the figure that's been uh, uh, paid for him. But Solanke's cost 20 million mm. quid. Yeah. And you're thinking, £20 million, pounds, you should be scoring a few goals. Mm. So there's big pressure on him to do that. And Bournemouth not doing well as well becomes even more pressure.
0: But you just kind of hope that they get that striker's thing where one goes in I and mean, it's, exactly. it's, it's turned around for Almiron, hasn't it? it, it yeah,
1: exactly that. And
2: that's, that's all it takes. Whether it's going to be an absolute well in the top corner or one off the backside, anything's welcome. But the celebrations always Indicate. come back to the personality, but more so how that player dedicates himself day in, day out, because he's probably going in, grafting his nuts off and and probably scoring goals in training, but he's just not getting the rubber the green on the other side. So Mm. yeah, hopefully there's there's more to come from him now. He's a great player, Solanke.
0: Also, it's been a big week for Tom Pope, the Fort <laughs> Vale striker, because um, having said what he said about John Stones yeah. on social media, he did, sc- even though they lost 4-1, he did score mm. against Manchester City. I mean, John Stones will say it was nothing really to do with him, which is entirely fair. Yeah. But only Alexander Zinchenko would swap shirts with him after that, that, that City win. But... That's understandable, isn't it? I mean, what, what, did he go around them all expecting them to go, oh, he's a, he's a great lad. He's yeah. had a go at one of my teammates, yeah. but we, we really like him. That's, yeah. that's just not going to happen.
2: Apart from Mendy, this just got his yeah. arm around him. He's just got to <laughs> come Selfies, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Get yourself in but there. Yeah. No, and, he, and he said afterwards, didn't he, um, Tom Pope, he said, he said oh, um, he, he wouldn't speak to me, John Stones. Yeah. And he said, well, of course exactly. he wouldn't. Like, yeah. you, you can't expect. He's out
2: with him publicly, isn't he? Yeah. Um, in a way... There's, there's professionalism isn't there? there's, there's there's fine lines of crossing that but on the other side it's a personality in football that you need and we, footballers now mm. are so much robots can't do this can't do that it's nice to see someone a little bit fresh say how it is after the game, you know, hold his hands up and, and respect it. But...
0: No, after the game he didn't hold his hands up and respect it. After the game he tweeted, I said 40, I meant 50. Well, mean, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, after the game he pre- respected it then he got on the bus and was like, no, I'm going to go for it again. 15 minutes going to go into two days of fame.
0: <laughs> but that's, that's the thing is that, you know, you've, you've got a player that it, it, they're genuinely quite, well, it, what, the first one wasn't intended to be funny, but it was funny as soon yeah. as they, they drew Manchester City. And then the second one is a joke. It's a sharp joke, but it's still, still quite Quite funny, yeah, But funny. equally, you can understand why the city players, by and large, are, are not having it. You know, they're, they're yeah, they're standing up for their their teammate. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean the thing is, we do it now as pundits, where we'll sit there and say something tongue in cheek, Uh sort of like, oh, he's not very good, him, or yeah. I could just scored that, or whatever. But to actually put it in writing and send it out onto Twitter, I think you mm. you're being a brave boy doing that. Um I think, like City said, he's looking for his moment of fame, isn't he, and trying to get himself a few extra followers but you can't you can't expect the man city players to all go oh yeah great lad in you come and <laughs> yeah. here's a shirt for you i think no, there'll been a few players thinking we'll get the shirt and we'll bring it out a later date for yeah. uh, for John Stones to wind him yeah. up, but,
2: oh, but of all, of all the shirts—no disrespect to Zinchenko—but of all the shirts there to get, he's got a Zinchenko. <laughs> oh, that's he,
1: shocking! He probably, no, he probably, <laughs> See, you've just done it there. The <laughs> Can you imagine what Zinchenko thinks well, of you till now? L- wait until City turns up. up. Yeah, Wait until City turns <laughs> up
2: at the Etihad. I don't think Zinchenko knew what he was asking for. He just—he just Wait until that
0: goes on the tweet. <laughs> Alexander Sinchenko shirt now framed taking pride of place in Tom Pope's house that's what's going to happen I
2: doubt it very much for
0: Pope, <laughs> oh, Pope. You've done it again, you've doubled down again even, even You're do that. Ruthless. Even do that.
1: You're worse <laughs> than Tom
0: Pope <laughs> <laughs> Whose shirts have you got? Have you got anybody's shirts at home?
2: Oh yeah, I've got yeah. a few Obviously the Omri, Burkamp. Did you you just pinch (laughs) them? Is that when you you
0: said you were in cleaning boots what we really did was go on the first team dressing room?
2: Uh, Henri Bergkamp, uh, John Terry, Paul Scholes, Roy Keane, Ronaldo's, Joe Cole, Ryan Giggs, Lampard. Wow. Yeah, De Boer. Ronald De Boer when he was...
0: How long have (laughs) we
2: gone? There's a few. Do you you Um, have them up? They're they're all up, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're all up. Yep. so... um, to be fair, they're all up, out, out of the way because the, the wife wasn't... She was like, you need to get these upstairs yeah. like, in, the, in the room. My house there. too. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: exactly what, what about you? Have you got... Have you got I've got Jeff? a few,
1: yeah. I, I always look to players that I've played with and then end up playing against them in the future. But the, the one I really wanted was Ashley Coles. I just thought he was the best left back class. in world football and sat behind him for long enough in England. <laughs> I thought, yeah, why not? So, um, yeah, I've got like his,
0: Beckhams,
1: Ibrahimović so
0: how do you do it like at the end of a game is it and is it weird if it's a mate like do you, or if, if it's easier with a mate yeah. is it yeah, yeah but if it's a, so if it's a stranger what like what do you do i think you- it's,
2: it's changed now because it used to be on the pitch didn't it yeah, yeah it used yeah. to be yeah. literally a, a final whistle and sometimes you used to tr- try during the game em. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you do it it's like the 92nd minute
1: <laughs> Man, Mark for a minute. <laughs> why are you over there Fucking here. Yeah,
2: yeah. Done it a few times um but now it's done down the tunnel isn't it they, it- they keep them on they just you, you swap them down the tunnels uh I remember when we played. When I was at Chelsea, we played LA Galaxy, and it was Beckham's first game for LA Galaxy. And I, I didn't ask him for his shirt, by the way. But one of the lads <laughs> On did. These. One of the lads did ask him for his shirt, and he was like, "Like, no, nah, I can't. to my first Galaxy um, appearance." So, but yeah, you uh, you jog go out then. And- and just ask, some, 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 most times. Has anyone ever said no? Well, no, most times. Some people, if they say no, it's because they've already said, promised it to someone okay. else. Last, like someone's asked them at half-time. Well, or, th- or it's
0: like, or like 30 Beckham, minutes, it's the first word, Or 30 yeah.
2: minutes into the game, someone's going gone and the shirt after the game. They, they've got in their early
1: doors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, remember, I think I told it on the show last time I was on, when I was saying uh, at the World Cup, I went and got a Beckham shirt because he was a, a coach on the, on the team and I had to go knock on his door. Hi David um, she <laughs> shouting that to me He was like Yeah yeah Sounds But you, you do get the that S- bit, like, name.
0: Well, <laughs> Yeah yeah Who do you want it sound yeah, to yeah. Uh, To me <laughs> Yeah oh, They're awesome.
2: nice They're nice memento mementos, mementos yeah. to have I'll give a few to my brother as well So Yeah They're nice to, to give to people yeah. So
0: Uh, That's it for this episode of Liquid Football on Joe Thanks to Steve Sidwell and to Stephen Warnock We are available every Monday You can download the podcast or you can watch us on YouTube Please leave us a nice review on iTunes or on YouTube If you like what you hear And if you want to join the Facebook group Just search for Liquid Football And you can join in the chat there Don't forget you can check out our other shows as well House of Rugby with James Haskell And TKO with Carl Frampton Thanks for listening You've been listening to Liquid Football On Joe